Who? Doesn't ring it's, a bell. It's like we're the brat pack. Or no, it's like we're the rat pack and, and Paul is the drunk one. <laughs> not tonight. I was just going on not remembering people's names, really. That's that's why I was going with the drunk thing. Oh, okay. Because I typically am drunk when we're recording Knights of Rainsboro. Dude, pop one open. What are you doing? Don't break the flow. We got magic. <laughs> that's true. I have to be on my game tonight. Aaron's trying to kill me. Yeah, but sweet, I, sweet I don't liquor. think he has to try at this point. I think you're taking care of that for him. <laughs> Good point. Okay, Aaron, kill Paul. I'm working on it. I got I to I gotta sign him Benny's first. What? <laughs> well, you know, it's to give him the illusion of a chance. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> I love, you know, I'm, I'm at work today and I'm just sending him notes all day long, you know, about killing him. And he, he, at one point he asked me, he says, hey, do I need to be worried about this? <laughs> it tickled me. Well, you know, this will be a nice wrap up to our uh, story arc. You know, it's a good final episode. Yeah. There you go. And then when we start next time, you get to introduce Manny. Yeah, you know, go. it's very circular. It started with the death. It ends with the death. That's right. That's right. That's just that's just excellent storytelling. Classic, right classic storytelling, yeah. <laughs> Partisan, the Knight of Rainsboro, the city's greatest hero, is dead. But evildoers continue eternal. Citizens fear they now live in a world without heroes. But heroes emerge from the shadow of a champion's fall to take up their rightful place as the Knights of Rainsboro. Paul is Hair Trigger. Tim is the Coyote. Wayne is the Rambling Ricochet. Andrew is the Necropath. Remind us where we uh, what we did last episode. Well, well Paul Here's my summary. Paul is fucked. <laughs> ah, good times. Paul, would you like to tell us what happened last time? Um. Well, I was unconscious, and my teammates didn't really look for me. <laughs> Hey, hey, we tried. <laughs> we did our best. Instead, they followed a lead to a museum uh, where nothing actually, where the lead proved to, to be a uh, false lead that was just uh, put there by, I guess, a reporter to uh, get a story. But I tackled Dennis Dane off the roof. Yes. Yeah, you did. Ricochet tackled Dennis Dane. You made an impression. And on I, the street. <laughs> and I'd like to clarify that it wasn't Dennis Dane who created the false lead. Ah, he, he got the he same tip. The same false lead that you guys oh, got. That's right. That's correct. Sorry. That's and I got, wants us to think, Aaron. And I got oh, Cheeto oh, fingerprints oh, off on a lot of really expensive artwork. <laughs> on the Rembrandts. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying. Dennis Dane's trying to expose the alchemist for the supervillain he is, and I, for one, support him in this. 
I just know if 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 uh, what would he call him Lloyd or Floyd? If that guy ever tries to get a job in my my museum, his his ass is not gonna is not gonna be employed. <laughs> now, is have you that, ever, have you ever of, of the have you ever touched Rembrandt, or is that because of his fan adoration? Of the 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 uh, the employment sheet is going to ask what the, what your favorite superhero is. Anybody says Ricochet <laughs> is uh, going to be uh, told that uh, their skill set is not a match for what we're looking for for this museum. <sighs> it's a certain demographic you're looking to exclude. Yeah, the not tools. Seventy five percent of Rainsboro. <laughs> Sounds like uh, grounds for an anti-discrimination suit, if you ask me. I'm getting the, I, I'm getting the ACLU on this. You know, Ricochet is the the icon of the ACLU. They're their, he's their golden boy. That's true. That's true. It seems like perhaps there's something else that occurred in last week's game. I don't think so. Oh, when Aaron decided to push me over the edge. That's what <laughs> Honey Badger but, escaped. Yeah. Uh, Honey Badger did escape because Rainsboro PD... Well, good are you? Uh, the only other thing that happened was Grandpa Redfeather got rushed to the hospital. Oh yeah, and someone had said over an unconscious Paul that uh, that something was taken care of and that he was on his way to the hospital. And I believe I believe Coyote turned all bird form and rushed to the uh, rushed to the hospital. Paul, you feeling tense? Whew. Are, yep. Are, are, are you ready for this? I peed myself a little bit, so we're good. <laughs> I, I'm more tense about what's going on with Tim. Let's start with him. How's the cleave? The cleave is in full effect. All right, just checking. Okay, so a little, little bit of business here first. All of you guys are starting off with refreshed bennies. So that's three for each of you except for Wayne, who sucks. So, uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> All right. So, Tim, you've flown to the hospital. Tell me what happens from there. I land in a back alley. I I throw off the uh, coyote uh, overshirt, and you know I I probably got like a wife beater or something under it. And I take the uh, I take my uh, frill jacket and I just kind of roll it up. You know, carry it under one arm. I still got the stick, but there's not a whole lot I can do about that. Mm-hmm. Take the mask, shove it in like the the bundle. You know, make sure it's to the point where as long as I'm holding it, it's not gonna it, nothing's gonna fall out. Okay. I probably still got the gun, which I'm okay with. <laughs> so, <laughs> but I mean, I've got the baggy ass camo, camo pants, so it's probably not really apparent. Okay. So I'm I'm in there. Okay. So uh, you come, you know, you throw the doors wide open as you as you you know burst into the ICU. The first thing you see is Steve, you know your uh, your grandfather's, you know. Uh, Man about the house, and he's just looking very concerned, you know, standing in the waiting area, arms crossed. And then as you kind of take in the room, you see your cousin Devin and his uh, – uh, the his right eye is completely swollen shut. And you know, face is just you know, bruised and red, and you can tell he's, he's been crying. And uh, he looks up and sees you and immediately runs towards you. All right, I'll hug him, and I'm looking at Steve. Steve's like, I'm glad you're here. I'm glad you're here. The doctor's supposed to be out shortly. What, what happened, Steve? He says, uh, "He says, well, your, 
your cousin and 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 uh, uh, grandfather were, were were leaving the restaurant, and uh, when they came out, they got jumped. They did. Yeah, they were they were over at, at Nick's, the steakhouse, and uh, uh, Devin said there were four guys, and Devin nods. Did the cops talk you, Devin? No, 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 not yet, not yet. I said, I said, Steve, uh, let me let me talk to my cousin real quick in the corner. If you if you see the doctor, give me a heads up, okay? Sure, yeah, so sure. So I kind of usher him over to a, a corner about you know 15 feet away, and I kind of get down to his eye level, mm-hmm. and I'm like, T- tell me what, are you okay? Yeah, I just you know, I, I, I'm fine. Uh, Grandpa wouldn't let him you know at me, but yeah. uh, they just came out of nowhere. It was before we got to the car and. Uh, you know, Grandpa. You know, he, he was kicking some ass, and then all of a sudden he fell over. Did you see anything? Was it like you know, gang colors? Did they come in a certain car? Anything? Anything you know? Yeah, I mean, they they. I I don't recognize any gang colors, but you know, they they were just you know guys, maybe twenties, just guys. All right. Okay, Devin. Um. I get out my phone, mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm nine one one texting uh, Pete, okay, the sit the sit rep, okay, because I want him to be the the cop on it, okay. So, okay, and then I'll go back over to Steve with that. And as as you're going over to Steve, you see the doctor has you know exited uh, from the uh, ICU, and they've opened up some blinds, and you can see your your grandfather is in his bed and he's got, uh, some tubes and, and whatnot. Uh, his color looks really poor, very ashen. Um, and, the the, the doc comes out and, and he says, uh, are you Jeremiah? Yes, me. Uh, hi, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm Dr. Powell. Um, your grandfather's a strong man. So, uh, what's, what's the situation? Heart attack? He appears to have suffered a heart attack. Um, we've still got some tests to run, but he's stable. Uh, you know, he's responding well to treatment. I, I, I don't anticipate any, 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 you know, anything that's going to keep him in the ICU. But we're going to keep him here overnight. As everything, as long as everything is, is good, we'll uh, move him into a regular room in the morning. All right. Well, uh, uh, I guess thanks. Oh, we'll. I think, I think I'm gonna stay here for, you know, a while. Sure, sure. You know, I, I, I'll uh, I'll be back in the morning, and you know, I'll touch base with you then. Of course, the nursing staff is here all night, so uh, you know, if there's anything you need, you just let us know. All right. He uh, shakes your hand and you know exits on. Steve says, uh, "Would you like a cup of coffee or something?" Uh. Yeah, De- Devin, you you want something to drink, buddy? Yeah, I, I can go for a coke. So Steve heads off to go gather up beverages. I get I get the uh, I get the, uh, the the burner phone. Well, the burner phone that I use to to call people. Uh huh. You know, not the Goldcom because I'm not sure I trust that yet. But uh, I'm gonna uh, not, I'm gonna let uh, Necropath know because those guys are probably still in the museum. Okay. Just not not the not the whole story, but uh, the like family emergency had to leave. Something okay. Like that. Sounds good. Uh, I'm going to come back to you. Got it. Um, at the museum, uh, you notice that the storm 
has, uh, you know, cause if you'll recall, it was storming rather harsh, uh, uh, earlier, you notice the storm is kind of has blown out. You've still got some wind, a little bit of light rain, but the storm seems to be, you know, moving more towards the downtown area or uh, more towards the medical center area. Um, doesn't seem like anybody's coming tonight, guys. Yeah, I'm sorry to say, doesn't seem like the bad guys are coming. Well, that seems like a dry well. I think we got a bad tip tonight. Um, sitting sitting over uh, at the edge of the alley, uh, you see Dennis Dane is, is still hanging out, you know, just a little bit back in the shadows. And Necropath, you smell something. He's got coffee. He's got coffee. Uh huh. He's got coffee. Well, hell, I'm I'm heading over there to get some coffee. <laughs> I'm pretty I'll, I'm pretty disgusted. I'm kind of cursing myself about this no too good gangster. I may have some revenge fantasies in my brain going on right now. And yes, uh, <laughs> a cup of coffee right now sounds about right. Uh, uh-huh. So I, I'm gonna head on over and uh, chat up Mr. Dane. You walk over, you see he's sipping on a cup of coffee. You can't help but notice that there is a thermos down by his feet. Wander up and say, hey, cold night. Yeah, yeah. He looks at you, notices that you're eyeing his coffee cup. Would you like a cup of coffee? Oh, I'd, I'd love a cup. Thanks for offering. He reaches down into his bag and pulls out a uh, a, a uh, little portable coffee cup and hands it to you and pours you says i hope you like it black because that's how i take it that's the only way to drink it so uh i think i think we might have hit a dry well here he nods yeah you know I, I usually get pretty good tips from my source yeah uh this is my first experience with this source but uh kind of rubbed me the wrong way so far yeah it's a little annoying so, you haven't probably heard anything about uh, where any of the perpetrators of the of the terrorist act at Parsons Funeral have been about, have you? You're talking about landmine? Landmine, ninjas, flamey chick, any of them, really. No, I, I haven't heard anything about uh, where they might be hole up or, you know, any, any sightings since then. You know, the last time they were seen, they were... Uh, uh, they were captured and out on the lawn out by the church, and nobody's seen them since. Right. Yeah, heard any rumblings in the city? It's been it's kind of been awfully quiet lately. No, and I have to admit I'm a little concerned about uh, you know the absence of crime. I mean, sure you you've got a honey badger out on the loose and uh, the big pink fella that you guys brought in, but hey, what happened to that pink fella, by the way? Uh, he was restrained and is being studied, uh, to try to figure out to reverse whatever they did to him, who, to turn him into the big pink thing. Who did that to him? That's a great question. We're, uh, we're pursuing a list of suspects. Any suspects that you can share? On the record? Uh-huh. Uh, probably not at this point. Well, when you're ready to go on the record, let me know. Well, oh, uh, certainly, uh, one other thing, real quick. You know, you you hear a lot of things being a you know, you're Dennis Dane, Action Five News Desk. Uh huh. <laughs> well, I'm just saying, we're not partisan. No one can replace partisan. Uh, but when you it, say partisan, you 
feel something very strong from him. Like a like a deep connection or particularly a tragic loss. Uh, like a very strong connection and a tragic loss. And you feel you can feel it. He gets it right back under control. But I mean that when you said the name, you just it was like like a like a drum. So we're just saying, if if you hear anything, anything we can help out with, anything we need to uh, perhaps intervene in that maybe the police aren't equipped for, uh, be it'd be good if you could uh, give us a heads up. What would be the best way to contact you? I will give him my burn phone number. Okay. If you hear anything about an Italian mobster getting beat up in an alleyway, I swear we didn't have anything to do with it. (laughs) He laughs. Your phone rings. Uh, pardon me, sir. You answer it. It is the coyote. What's up, chief? Hey, uh, I'm not. I'm not at the site anymore. Family emergency. Can't stay on the line too long. So uh, just just know that I I didn't just. Well, I sort of did just up and leave, but there was a good reason. That's all right. Nothing's going on here. We're about to call it a night. All right. Good luck. Talk to you. Yep. Bye. Uh, ricochet. Yes. Um, you are exiting the museum at long last after having touched several paintings. <laughs> yep, I walk out. I've got uh, Cheetos bag in one hand. I'm wiping the, the Cheetos on my pants leg. Saying, uh, yeah, thanks, bud. I'll, uh, I'll give you a call sometime. Excellent. You, then, anytime yeah. you want to come by and, and touch another one, you let me know. Will do. I, I glance over and I see uh, Necropath over there with, uh, with Dennis Dane. Mm-hmm. So I'll, yeah, I take it. I'll jump over there. It's like, so Dennis, it looks like this whole you know lead thing kind of fell through. You want an interview? Sure. Oh sweet Jesus! Can't waste your whole night. I'm going to shift my grip on my cane and just just in case I need to whack someone's shin. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting prepared. You can't help but notice. That, you know, when uh, Ricochet says, uh, hey, uh, would you like an interview? And Dane agrees to it. He withdraws his digital voice recorder from inside his shirt. And you can't help but notice that it was already on. Mm. Okay. So, so, uh, this is Dennis Dane here with uh, the Knights, a member of the Knights of Rainsboro, Ricochet. Ricochet, uh, what were you doing here this evening? Well, we we were trying to fight uh, Landmine, but he never showed up. And uh, Landmine is is one of the end. Indiv- he was told dark and explosive at the at Partisan's funeral. And so uh, you had sources that indicated that Landmine would be here this evening. Well, Necropath had sources. I I don't think I trust his sources as well as I trust mine now. I see. I see. So uh, Ricochet, um, are you a uh, are, are you a uh, native to Rainsboro? Born and raised. Oh, so you were born here. That's right. And uh, how did you get your powers, Mr. Ricochet? Well, I can't go giving away all my secrets because then people just rush out and get powers. And, you know, some people like like me, they'll do good things with them. But you know how many supervillains can be out there. And you, you don't want people just getting powers like crazy and, you know, becoming supervillains. So um, I, I completely understand. So, but what we've observed is that you you clearly have a, a, a 
for absence of a better phrase, a bouncing ability. You know, you seem to hop or leap many places. Uh, you also appear to have super strength. What other superpowers do you have? Well, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> Oof. You okay over there? Yeah, strong, strong coffee. Uh, um, the bouncing pretty much covers most of it. I, I, I bounce around. I get stronger the more I bounce. Uh-huh. I save people. So it's cumulative. It's like you know some sort of kinetic power. Is that what I'm to understand? That's a good good way to put it. So if, for instance, someone were to hit you with a two before, you'd just get more. You'd get stronger. Well, if it didn't knock me out. Uh. Okay. So um, how did you first discover these powers? Well, I woke up one morning, and after I was done puking, I tripped on the floor and found that suddenly I had some energy after I fell on the floor. Interesting. Interesting. And so you know, from, from that point on, you made the immediate leap to uh, heading out and fighting crime. Well, what else do you do when you get superpowers? Sure, sure. So how long have you been at this? couple of years not not too long and have you always gone by by ricochet in your in your crime fighting uh experience i ask only because you know we've only recently become aware of you no, i've i've always been ricochet it's just you know before there wasn't as much to do i mean partisan was here i i did everything i could but you know it's true partisan was a was a great man wasn't he mr dane that he was and same s- same pulse that you f- that you feel and he's sorely missed by our our beloved city that he is any other uh, comments that you might have for the citizens of Rainsboro, uh, mr ricochet they're safe as long as i'm here my uh, my team we're watching over him thank you mr ricochet he slides the digital voice recorder back into his pocket anytime and i mean that anytime you want to put me on tv Anytime. Do you have a uh, phone number where we could reach you? I do, but I think the best way to get a hold of me, I've got a website. Oh, you do? Yeah, and I, I have people, well, a person, and he'll let me know if you if you send a message to the website, he'll let me know what's going on. He'll route it. He he would know that I would want to talk to you right away. Okay, um, and he gets that website information from you. And you should put that website in your story too, so everyone knows about it. He nods. Certainly, certainly. I'll uh, I'll make sure and talk to my editor about that. Well, I think we should probably be moseying on. I mean, Ricochet, you probably have a patrol, don't you? Nothing to do around here. Let's head out. All right. I'll, I'll just kind of watch you go bouncing off. And I will. Uh, oh, that's just three of us, right? I'm gonna try to <laughs> call. Her- I'm gonna try to call Heritier again real quick on my little earpiece. Okay. You watch me bounce off and then remember that you have no tribal power. <laughs> That's right. Just like last issue. <laughs> oh, son of a... <laughs> yeah, but what would you do with Ricochet? Would he just throw you over his shoulder and, you know, bounce across town? We broke his camera. At least it wouldn't be on film. True. So it's been 48 minutes since we've started tonight. Paul. <laughs> hey! <laughs> Torturous. How you doing there, Paul? Uh, oh, I, I guess I'm still sitting in this chair while these boneheads argue over who's going to kill me. Yeah. Speaking of which, it's like choking a bunny. 
it's just like choking a bunny. So, uh, you know, you, you are sitting in the chair. And if you'll recall, Paul, yes. um, there was, you know, you're blindfolded. So, you know, you, you can't see who's there, but you've been hearing. And you, had, you I think you were blindfolded, right? Uh, I think so. Okay. I believe it yeah. was blindfolded. I believe I was blindfolded, yes. Okay. So uh, you, you had heard a voice, you know, say that, uh, you know, essentially assign, uh, uh, assign the job of killing you to uh, two of the individuals there in the room. And so he leaves, and they've been arguing ever since about which one of them was going to kill you. You know, you, you should do it. This is more up your alley anyway. How so? You work with dead people all the time. Well, cadavers, they're already dead when I get them. So take out the middleman. Screw you. You should do it. Besides, I've got seniority on you. Oh, that is some bullshit. You got me by a day. Wait, wait. We're going about this all the wrong way. The essence of leadership is communicating a vision and delegating tasks to appropriate parties to achieve that vision. Oh, yeah, you're right. Hey, Russ, get over here. We want you to kill the bitch. Yeah, we're getting coffee. Make sure she's dead when we get back. You hear those two guys leave. Hello? You hear uh, steps come over towards you, and this hand reaches out, and you can kind of feel it, but then there's a, there's a, a zap. Like, you know, something like, like a force shield or, or, you know, some kind of electric that, that, uh, current that's running on you. And you figure that that's what's keeping you from, from teleporting. There's some kind of charge that's running through the chair in your costume. Um, he's like, shit. You hear, um, you hear something click and then this guy pulls the, uh, blindfold off of you. And he's like, hey, uh, I'm Russ. I'm going to be killing you tonight, but I didn't see any reason for you to sit there with your blindfold on. He's got this big syringe in his hand. He's like, I'll try and do this uh, quick. I, you know, it's just my job, you know, nothing personal. I just, uh, you know, I really got to have this job. And, um, so I, I'm just, I, I just wanted to let you know, I, you know, it's not like I hate you. Um, I don't even know you. Um, but I'm, I'm just going to go ahead and, you know, inject you and then you'll be dead so uh what the fuck and then i i poured away pull yes pull 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 so um you've got this teleporting ability yes so i'm going to need you to roll for me uh your vigor okay Okay. And your difficulty here is a six. All right. Okay. So let me go to my online die roll. Uh, still no I'm dice gonna... for you, huh? No, still no dice for me. This, I'm gonna de- de- this online thing might be the death of you, Paul. I'm just like, <laughs> hippie. <laughs> hippie. <laughs> All right. I'm going to need to spend a Benny, Mr. Mr. Head. Because your first roll didn't go so well? Yeah, my first roll, I got a four. Was the highest. Okay. Okay, there's the six on the D6, 12, Jesus, 18, 22. <laughs> 22 altogether? Yeah, because the D6 kept exploding. Wow, shit. Okay. Well, you described to me what happens, Paul. 
Okay, well, I'm assuming that since the, this for I heard the click and I felt the force field leave from around me. Mm-hmm. Um, that I mean, I don't know where I am. I'm blindfolded. I don't know. I can't port somewhere else in the room because I, I could port in the middle of a freaking table uh-huh. or something. Uh-huh. Um, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to port back outside the building uh, around back. Um, okay. Where I first entered the building, like near the dumpster where I knew no one could see me. Okay. So I'm going to port there. Okay. So you you appear in the alleyway, and you are crouched when you appear because you know you don't have the bonds now and you're not uh, in the chair, okay. and you immediately fall forward uh, onto your knees. Uh, your cramp, your your arms and legs are cramping from having been bound so long. So, do I have enough energy left in my arms to uh, to reach up and hit my uh, rec tech uh, earpiece? Uh, yes, you do. And actually, I think your your rec tech earpiece was across the room. Oh, I don't, was it? Okay. Yeah. So you don't well have then, it with you. I don't have shit then. Yeah. What do I have on me? If you, I mean, they took my guns. I'm imagining. Yeah, you've got your costume. That's it. I, I was about to say nothing at all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well then. Since I have nothing and I can't call for help, I'm going to port back to the... Uh, you could always port back into the lab and get your stuff. I mean, it has <laughs> to be close by, right? In theory. Or... <laughs> I mean, I that stuff's port- on your character sheet. You don't want to leave that behind. That's right. That's an investment, Paul. <laughs> and when you think about it this way, the alchemist is pissed enough at you as it is... What if you let his his super secret high gold based technology communicator fall into the wrong hands? You've already let it fall into the hands of a coyote. True, true. Uh, now to be fair, Paul, let's let's look back at the at the history of Hair Trigger. Once she enters a building, she sets down fucking roots. You really want to go in there for the long haul again? <laughs> I'm not going to <laughs> go back to the building. I, I I know you know I know my shit's in that building, and I was in that building. I'm assuming. Yes. Well, I mean, okay. So, I have uh, I have escaped. I'm going to port back to the hair cave where I know I can pick up another rec tech headpiece and uh, communicate with my buddies, uh, the Knights of Rainsboro. Okay. So you beam back to the uh, to the cave. Yes. And uh, you need a name because I can't keep calling it the hair cave. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's your lair. My lair. Your lair. Your secret yeah. lair, not your regular lair. My super S- secret lair. Secret lair. The Forbidden Island, call it that. You know, surrounded by mist and forest. Mm. What? The secret garden? No. Yeah, that, that works too. <laughs> Moloch <Right>. Central. <laughs> <laughs> so, right. Paul. Yes. So you appear in the in the cave, in your la- your lair, and uh, you're gathering up one of your earpieces. Yes, I am gathering up one of my earpieces. Okay, and as you as you set it to you know dial in to you know assign it to that phone number, it rings in your hands. Oh, so I put it in my ear and I answer it. Uh, hello, and uh, you are on the line with the necropath. Where have you been? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? I have been kidnapped all night. Why didn't you call us? Well, they took my phone. Because I've been trying to call you all night. That's not my fault. Pretty sure it is. So who kidnapped you? All right. So. Oh, wait, wait. Hold on. Quick question. Aaron, is Dennis Dane standing right there? Yes. I'm going to start walking away. 
<laughs> Say, excuse me, I gotta take this call. Start, start moving away from him. He nods. So, I I went to check into the technology behind the uh, the, the 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 noise canceling headphone shit that Big Pink had. Yeah, and, and it led me to a customer of uh, Rec Technologies, Rec Industries, known as someone to help me. Uh, I'm sorry. Are you the the customer is Genadyne? Yeah, yeah. Okay. And the 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 name of the guy that that you were looking for was Kincaid. He's the guy who uh, bought specifically at Genadyne who bought it. Okay. So it led me to this guy named Kincaid at Genadyne, and so I I went to Genadyne to check it out. Um, they're doing some crazy secret operational secret, even more secret than my shit, secret shit. <laughs> and <laughs> and and the the fire chick, the fire chick knocked me out. You mean the same uh, same fire chick who was at the funeral? Yeah. Uh, well, I'm I'm guessing. It, I didn't see her very long, but you know, there's not a this. lot of fire chicks around. Let me see if I got this right. You decided to break into an evil hideout, and you didn't tell anybody. Well, you know. I, okay, you have trust issues. We're gonna get back to those. Come pick me up at the corner of yada yada and yada yada. I'm oh, sorry. Come pick me up at the corner of Madison and Wisconsin, and let's go. I, okay, I'll be there in a minute. And so, uh, what I'm going to do, and I hang up, and uh, I'm going to kind of, you know, even though I'm, I'm partial to my uh, antique handguns, I am sure in my super secret lair, I have some other form of weaponry. Okay. Tell me what that weaponry might be, Paul. Um, well, you know, I got to think of this on the fly. Um, you want me to come back to you? No, no. How about, uh, I'm thinking some form of uh, electric... Not electric, but electricized. What am I? Electric boogaloo? No, uh, like uh, electric batons. Like uh, like these okay. these batons. Like a shock stick or something. Yeah, shock gold, stick. Like gold yeah. based taser. Yeah, gold based taser sticks. How about that? I got two gold based taser sticks. Because um, they're could... really they're really heavy, but they tend to bend when you hit someone. <laughs> well, they're gold based technology inside, but they're pretty sturdy outside. All right. um, <laughs> and so I, uh, you know, I grab those two, and you know, basically they are uh, like batons, but I, you know, I can electrify them and you know beat the hell out of someone with my fighting skills. And so I, I strap those onto my back, and okay. uh, and how long are they, Paul? They're about like if I'm putting them on my back, they go down to my waist. Okay, so like maybe four feet. That's uh, too big. Uh, Three feet. Two. Two feet. I'm thinking of a baton. An average baton okay. would be about what? Two and you're going to use two of them, so you've got them like crossed across the, your back. Yeah. Okay. All right. So and, uh, you 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 get your uh, gold-based technology tasers and uh, taser sticks. And um, do I have my mask on? Just out of curiosity, yes. they leave it on me. Okay. Well, then uh, then I'm good. I think I've got everything I need. Uh, oh well, actually, before I go, I'm going to try uh, ringing up Joe on the Rectech cell phone, on the Rectech headset. Okay. Leem 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 leem. Hello. Joe. Yeah. What are you doing? What are you doing? You're calling me. I got kidnapped. What are you doing? I'm calling you. What do you mean you got kidnapped? I got kidnapped by one of your dumbass customers. 
What? Genodyne. You're not making any sense. You sell technology to Genodyne. I went and checked it out because they... I, I Do I have to go through the whole story again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I kind of think you do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I went and checked into it. I got to Genodyne. They kidnapped me. I'm sorry. I, I know that you're out playing hero with your little friends, but I think this has gone on a little too far. We'll talk about this in the morning. Are you serious? What are you doing? Are you having sex? Are you... Are you, What are you doing? What do you mean? It is... You can hear him look, looking at something. It's two o'clock in the morning. All right, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. I, I'll, I'll call you tomorrow. And I hang up on him. And then I pour it over to Madison in Wisconsin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that was horrible, but yeah, sorry. My bad. <laughs> I'll, I'll bounce back to Decorpath. So you coming or not? Oh, Rick, thank God. We're just going to have to try to track you down. This, uh, You've got my cell phone now. You know, you know, uh, uh, our friend is about to come here and we're going to we got some work. Dennis. I thought he was at the hospital. Just just hang on. Just uh, quick. Answer me this question, Ricochet. What's the sound of one hand clapping? OK, as his brain seizes up, I'll wait for the uh, <laughs> trigger to show. Dennis Dane is walking your direction, noticing that you're off the, you know, you're, you don't, you don't have your hand up to your ear anymore. It doesn't look like you're, you're right. talking to yourself. Yeah. So he's approaching. Okay. Uh, as hair trigger appears. All right. I'll uh, say, uh, can you, can you teleport two people at once? Yeah, I've done it before. All right. Take, take us to this place. We're going now. Would you rather wait? Well, I mean, what about there's, what about the rest of us? Bye, Mr. Dades. We'll catch you later. The coyote's uh, wrapped up right now. Do we want to check on him? I mean, you know, they, they, well, they kind of kicked okay. my ass. Just, why I, don't I just you take us? Kick my ass. So. Why don't you take us to the top of uh, Ricochet's building, and we'll call him from there, where the reporter isn't right behind us with a running recorder. <laughs> I'm right. still waving at Dennis Dades. He, he's he's nodding, sipping his coffee. And y'all teleport away? Yeah. Well, uh, Rick, is Rick coming with us? Yeah. Yeah. All right. I put So I put my hand on their shoulders, and I poured us over to, uh, I guess, the top of that building. Okay. Meanwhile, Coyote. Yes. Uh, you are sitting in the waiting area, and, you know, Devin has long since fallen asleep, leaning on uh, Steve's shoulder. And uh, you've just been kind of sitting there stewing. Um, uh Pete has texted you back, you know, what's up? What do you need? I will, I will give him, I, well, I would have told him the whole thing. I would not the whole thing, but I would have told him that grandpa was attacked. Okay. It was a, it was a mugging or something like that in the first text so that he knows I'm not just dicking him around at two in the morning. Sure. And he sends you a Prime time cruising for him. (laughs) He uh, sends you a note and says that he's checking on it. Don't worry and make sure the old guy's okay. All right. Um, nurse, excuse me, nurse comes out. And she says, uh, your grandfather's awake if you'd like to talk to him. Oh, yeah. Uh, I'm looking around. Aaron, is there like a security guard around? Like uh, somewhere? Uh, down, further down the hall at the admit desk. Or at the nursing station, I should say. Well, can I see Devin from where I am if I go in that room? Yes, you can see him okay, through the window. I'll just leave him. Yeah. I wasn't just going to leave him by himself after he got attacked, though. But if I can just see him, that's fine. Sure. All right, I'll go in there. 
Okay. You go in, you, you see his uh, colors looking a little better than what you saw before. Still looks, you know, uh, you know, that, that paper thin kind of, kind of, you know, flesh look to him, but, uh, his eyes are open and, you know, he's kind of blinking, looks tired, but, uh, you, you can, you can, you know, sense your, the strength of your grandfather's personality coming up from the bed. Hey boy. What do you, what do you have to go and have all the fun when I'm not around? Uh, you know, sometimes a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Yeah. Well, you are you are a tough old bastard. I would have had him. Except ticker gave out on me. Apparently, heart attack. That's some bullshit. Yeah. Might be might be steak and egg Wednesdays. Might be the problem. Steak and egg Wednesdays are fine. You stay away from my steak and egg Wednesdays. Besides, it's Thursday. All right. That's fine. Um. I got, I got, uh, I got meat looking into uh, any any leads at uh, the steakhouse. And see what's going on. Um, Asian guys, four of them. Four Asian guys. All right. Um, <clears throat> they did uh, not take my wallet. All right. Um, well, just between you and me, you know, I would try to, you know, do some of the the mojo to try to make you feel better, but. It's probably best if I don't try to monkey around things that are more complex than, you know, a knife wound. Nods. Or, or a, you know, a head in, you know, stuff like that. But, um, you know, that and it would lead to a bunch of questions from the doctors. You know better than I do about that shit. So sure. Sure. When you get when you get when you get outpatiented, I will see what I can do to make you uh, get back on your feet. But uh, I, I need to kind of know. Um, this reminds me of a conversation you had with a certain Iron Claw that was extremely pissed off. Would he be pissed off to do something like this? Patrick? No. No. We were just yelling about business stuff. This, no. Oh, all right. I mean, yeah. If Patrick's coming at me, he's going to come at me straight. He's not going to hire a bunch of punks to come punch Devin in the face and, and mug me. I mean, something was going on here, but, I, you know. I can't imagine that. Patrick's a businessman. Well, then that might lead me to believe this might have something to do with me. Then I can't. I can't think this is just random. You you piss off some Asian guys. Not that I know of, but but you, you do have a talent. Friends. You do have a talent for pissing people off. It's a family trade, I'm pretty sure. Well, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to. You know, you save your strength. But I I'm gonna be here. Uh, you know. The rest of the night with Devin. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I guess I better call. Yeah, you know, my sister's probably losing her shit right now. All right, unless the police called. Whatever. Listen, listen, old man, you take care. I'm gonna get to the bottom of this, and uh, there is gonna be blood to be paid. Don't start a war. I don't start wars. I end them. No, I don't start wars. I end them. Yeah, keep it down, old man. Get some rest. Ain't nobody gonna get to you right tonight. He nods. Well. I haven't turned the lights off in here. It's, it's too much light. All right. I'll dim it down. So you step back outside. Yeah. Into the hallway. I mean, into the waiting area. I'm gonna I'm gonna call the sister. Well, I'm I'm gonna call the sister. I can't text her shit. <laughs> okay. Uh, meanwhile, you guys appear up on the top of the building. So I'm gonna try to contact uh, Coyote. Does she reach for a gold comb? She does. Yes. Like, no, 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 no. That. That's not the way to get the coyote's attention. 
I'm going to flip up my cell phone and text him. You see, when you want a context, we got to know your target demographic. But I gave him a headpiece. Yeah, yeah. And he's so... Well, anyway. Uh, he's an he iconoclast. Be, yeah, he seemed to be kind of upset that you weren't answering it when he tried to call you on that thing. And when do I get one of those? For most of the night, actually, he uh, was trying to call you, too. Huh, seemed well, seemed a little more upset about it than I was, and I was kind of upset about it. I'm sure he was just worried. Where were uh, you, anyway? Me? Yeah, you. <laughs> okay, wh- 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 while he tells the story again, uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> I'm going to text the coyote and be like, uh, no, you're busy. Just found out Hair Trigger was kidnapped. Free Why now. Why didn't you teleport? Getting ready to go raid the castle. Uh, Seriously, you teleport. You could have gotten away. Thought we'd check in to see if you want to join us. Send. I mean, teleporter, come on. Okay. You this really it in is the why you're not getting a headpiece. Because <laughs> I might actually call the team. I don't know that I need one. It's not like you use them. Yeah, I got to say, Rick's got a point there. Coyote, uh, you received that text right as you're about to call your sister. Oh, uh, what the fuck? How does she get kidnapped? She's a teleporter. I see that. <laughs> I see the panel just says that. <laughs> I, uh, I text back... Um, uh, thugs attacked family member, not leaving him alone in the hospital. If you guys want to go uh, cowboy it, that's that's on you. Maybe tomorrow I could help. Um, as you're typing that, you see Pete comes walking in. Hi, bro. He hands you a, 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 a great big cup of coffee. Ah, you know I don't like this shit. Uh, I you're drinking it anyways. So so. Thought, thought you might use some company tonight. Yeah, no, that that'd be that'd be good. Uh, I'll tell you. I'll tell you what I know. They they were coming out of Nick's Steakhouse. Four Asian dudes, mid twenties, late twenties, jumped them. Old man was kicking their ass until his heart gave out. <laughs> the doctor says he's okay. Um, Devin doesn't remember any gang colors or any cars or anything like that. And I wasn't gonna press the old man because he's still kind of out of it. But sure. Um, I I need to know that you're gonna you're gonna look into this, Pete. Absolutely. I've already got guys on it. But yeah, I'm on this. All right, buddy. Let's sit back down. Okay. You're going to hang there tonight, Tim? Absolutely. Okay. So it is pushing on close to three in the morning. What are you What are you other boys going to do? All right. So when we get the coyote's response, I'll tell uh, the other two. Okay. Hey, can I bum your phone for a second? You can use mine. I have a phone no. now. <laughs> I appreciate it. Can I necropath? Can I use your phone real quick? <laughs> sure, I'll hand it to her. And I just text back, uh, "Sorry, dash B," and um, I'll send it to to the coyote. Oh, it's so, <laughs> so tender, so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you find uh, anything useful in the folder before you got hit by a fireball? I don't remember. <laughs> Um, I think she's looking for a little GM prompting there, what she may or may yeah. not have seen two weeks ago. I just referred to Paul as a she. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> um, I tell you what, Paul. I tell you what. Okay. He's checking his notes. 
why don't you roll me your smarts? All right. Ooh. Well, my smarts. Wait. Your smarts. Roll them. My knowledge science or knowledge engineering. My smarts are a D10. Hold on. Dive see if you remember. Oh, boo-hoo. My smarts are only a D10. Yeah. You, know what, you know what helps me keep in your character, Andrew, is I, when every time Paul talks, I bring up the uh, picture he just sent out to us. So, huh? <laughs> Oh, yeah. Yeah, that... Mm. Mm. Alright. So I got a 6 on my D10. That picture may or may not be linked in the show notes, by the way, depending on how Aaron feels. <laughs> that may be the background banner. <laughs> nice. That I could almost guarantee, because Paul does that. Yeah. <laughs> um, you had asked for a specific... You had asked for a specific binder, and I'm trying to remember what that binder was. Right. She went up to that restricted area, and, yeah. and it said, oh, they lost theirs, and blah, 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 but I don't remember either. It was about... Um, was it experimentation on genetic manipulation? Yeah, it was where the, genet- where the samples got. came from. Yeah, they got some samples, and it didn't say where the samples came from, but it did say that they had... The, this undefined material that they had found. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they called, it, they called it something. Are you something? If I remember right. Yes. Where is there? Are you forty-two? Yeah. Where, where's Pornsack when we need him? That's right. <laughs> the hell is that called Pornsack? We need him. Yeah, it 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 shows the uh, essentially the chain of custody of the genetic material that yes. they've been utilizing. Um. It shows that it's it has uh, the recent sample was acquired within the last week, and the sample, if I remember correctly, was in that lab, right? Correct. I just couldn't. That's right. Okay. So, um, all right. So I will ex- explain that. I will explain that uh, I found in this binder information about the genetic material that they had. Uh, this unknown genetic material that they were operating on uh, that it didn't say where it came from but I know that they had recently received a sample and uh, you know regardless of uh, what was in the binder obviously fire chick works for them or what's her name hot hot spot hot flash (laughs) 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 a hot spot obviously is working for them clearly they're the bad guys but are we going to try to sneak in or are we just going to you know bust in guns blazing well, how does sneaking in I, I work out get, for you? Yeah, I say we just go back and get your stuff and get the sample and try to uh, try to catch these people before they try to kill someone they can't teleport away. Yeah, I mean, we really we have two options. We can go right now and try to catch them before they have a chance to clean up their mess and hide things because they know you get, got away, obviously. Or we can wait till daytime when the coyotes available and they've had a chance to clean up you know any incriminating material off the premises i see you teleport us right into the room that they were trying to kill you in well right into I, the middle of it they I, won't I don't, be expecting that and then we'll hit them i i would but i didn't see it how about the bathroom you got ganked in Ooh, i can do that it's a women's bathroom, though. It might be a little awkward. <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure no one's working at 3 a.m. in the morning, hopefully. Well, maybe maybe Hotspot will be using the facilities, and Hair Trigger can return you know, the favor. Oh, I will fuck her up. All I got to say is if the cleaning crew asks why, why there's a bunch of guys in the, uh, well, two guys, in the women's restroom, you're explaining it, not us. That's fine. I can, I, I, that's fine. Let's go. 
All right, so I uh, I take my uh, batons out, so I have them at the ready, and I say, "All right, is that what you're the- calling them now?" Hey, <laughs> the cleaves now. Um, all right, so uh, I say, "Grab a hold of me." Not <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean. I will. I will put my hand on her shoulder. Rick, I'll, t- I'll take the other shoulder. All right, let's do it. You guys uh, teleport away. Um, Aaron, before we teleport away, I will text Coyote the uh, basically we're storming the castle, but it's all really broken and it's not actually spelled right because I've never sent a text before. It's the first text I've ever sent. Ooh. So it's not (laughs) English at all. It looks really bad, but it's really just an odd assortment of letters. Yeah, that kind (laughs) of sort of looks like we're storming the castle. W at sign, comma, <laughs> four, three, space. K4SLE. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys appear in the ladies' room. Um, you can't help but notice that uh, there is some kind of vending machine on the wall. And uh, there, there's. I'm averting my eyes. I'm looking around at everything. I always wonder what it looked like in here. It looks kind of the same. Except Except no urinals. Except no urinals. And And the doors are unstarred. Ew! (laughs) Yeah, it's a bathroom. (laughs) So, yeah. Uh, But there's no one in there, right? That's correct. All right. And the the lights flickered on as you appeared. Yeah. you know, they're, 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 the, the dimness is beginning to you know, fade to brightness or to transition to brightness. It's one of those uh, uh, motion detector lights. Can we get out of the bathroom? This is really weird. All right. Real quick. Real quick. Huddle up. If we get in trouble, stay close. If things start going bad, I expect Hair Trigger to get us out of there. All right. Well, make sure, uh, make sure I don't get knocked unconscious this time. We're good. Well... You know, I think that's more of your responsibility, but I'll do the best I can. <laughs> really, I'm relying you. on you to defend me. Just, I'm putting that out there. Rick, you got <laughs> point. <laughs> got it. Okay. I'll head for the door. Okay, you open the door, and you see a hallway. Ooh. <laughs> Any sign? I, uh, I kind of, I crouch down. Not, not like too far down, but like doing a uh, not so great job of sneaking around. All right, which way? Well, I was knocked out, but I know the lab is to the right. Are you directing them back to the lab where you got the binder, Paul? Well, the thing is, I know the lab. I know. I don't know if I was in the lab. I just know I was incapacitated. Right. Um, but you know where the super lab, the secret lab is, whereas you don't know where anything else is. Yeah. So, so I know the lab's down the hall to the right. So we should go that way. Good starting point. Okay. Uh, the hallways are uh, partially lit. You know, it's in that whole energy conservation mode for late night where, like, only every third light fixture in the hallway is lit. Um, So you get down to the lab that you uh, were at previously, Paul. And, of course, it has a card key lock. All right. uh, Well, I'm going to port us over. Hold on. Okay. You guys are real. Aaron? Yes. I'm going to take a free action to activate my reflexive telekinesis. No, <laughs> you probably won't need that. No, no, I think it just, you know, I'm just going to be kind of crazy. I'm just going to go turn it on. I just, it seems wasteful, though. 
I, I know, I know. Okay, just yeah, it's a, it's a reaction to all this uh, energy conservation surrounding me in this <laughs> office building. <laughs> uh, so you guys uh, uh, beam into the uh, adjacent lab, and you know, the same kind of situation. The lights are a little dim. There's nobody here. You can see, you know, some lights blinking on the computers and and whatnot, but uh, not a whole lot going on in here. Oh, yeah, Hair Trigger. I can see why they were able to take you down so handily. Well, yeah, it's 3 a.m. It wasn't 3 a.m. when I got here, smarty pants. <laughs> Be careful. You're going to end up in the same league with that other joker over there. I point at Rick. I'm going to go look around and uh, uh, try to analyze what exactly they're doing in this lab. Okay. You... uh. It's a you know genetics research lab. Um, you can see that they're they're doing a lot of uh, chromosomal mapping and you know that kind of thing. Lots of uh, of uh, uh, microscopes and you know uh, digital imaging scanners and all that kind of neat stuff. There is also a, uh, a biohazard lab that's adjacent to it. Uh. Obviously, I'm guessing as I try to access the computer, she'll probably ask me for a password. Absolutely. I'm gonna put in guest and see what happens. Uh, it you you it pulls up the uh, the guest and it offers you a a, pl- a a place to put in a password. So you identified as guest. You're using guest as the password as well. Yes, I am. It does not let you in. That's fair enough. I'm gonna look for any written material laying about the lab. Okay. Um, there are there is a whole uh, shelf of binders. Um, there are files, all that kind of fun stuff. I'm going to look over to Heritage and be like, uh, any thoughts about where to go from here? Well, I know they were operating on something in the biohazard room. We should probably check that out. You know, I'm going to grab a couple of the files, stick them in my uh, satchel, and then follow her off to the biohazard area. Okay. Um, you see that you have a typical biohazard setup. You've got a room, a locker room to change out of your clothes, to put on on scrubs, then the actual spacesuit, and then uh, you know hook up the, to the venting before you enter into the uh, actual hot zone. Hot. In every right. room we jump into, I just kind of stay near the door watching it to see if anyone's coming from the other side. Okay. Rick, you coming into the biohazard room? Oh yeah, I'm following you every room you. I'll follow every room you go to. I'm just watching the door because I'm not science guy. All right. Well, uh, I guess we should suit up and check it out. Okay. Is so- there no way? Is there no way to observe what's going on inside without actually having to suit up and go inside, Aaron? Yeah, there's a uh, video monitoring station. Why don't we check out the video monitoring station? We could do that. Okay. I'm- um, is there anything on the video monitor? No, there's no activity in there. It's another lab, and you can see that there are uh, uh, coolers with uh, samples on them, and there is a figure shrouded on a table. Okay, one of us needs to go in there. Far- farkle you for it. What was that? Farkle you for it. You're not fargling anything. <laughs> farkle. <laughs> or farkling. Oh, sweet Jesus. I don't know what that is. Uh, rock, paper, scissors. All right. I can do that. All right. One, two, three. Shoot. <laughs> You're headed in. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> so you just going to pour it in there, Paul? Yeah. Well, I'm going to put on the uh, biohazard suit. You see what I did there? Yeah, I did. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I, you know, you can't do that with experienced gamers, but you know, with guys like Paul, you can you can do a little bit of that. <laughs> I'm going to put on the biohazard suit <laughs> and put it there. Okay, so you uh, you're porting in. You don't have the uh, hose that runs to it, so you're on the you you you've got the the suit, but it doesn't have the positive pressure when you come through. Okay. Okay. Now you would you hook up on the other side of the uh, of the airlock, um, so you can you can hook up now, but you know you just didn't go through the the preparatory stage. Okay. okay. Well, I will. Uh, I'll hook up now. Okay. You can feel the suit kind of inflates and has that you know positive pressure. Nothing's getting in here. You know. Whew. That feels good. That's right. You know you might want to wear those on on one of your dates. You know because nothing's getting in here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so you've got all the, the, the various coolers. There's, you know, seven different coolers in here and, uh, uh, there is the form on the table. Okay. Um, well, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to check out the form first and then I'm going to check out the coolers. So, okay. So approaching the, uh, the, you know, Shroud the the sheet or whatever you want to call it that, that's over the form. What's going through your head? I'm. Uh, I, I, it, it's clearly a a, hum, a body shape of some sort. Correct. So I'm like, I'm 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 nervous, but you know, at the same time, I'm just like I'm just anxious. I, you know, I'm I'm anxious. I want to see what's under the sheet. You're not you don't have something in your head like who that might be. I'm concerned that it's partisan. Okay. So I'm concerned that he's the genetic material in reference. Okay. So you reach out to the edge of the sheet. You're gonna pull it back. You pull back the sheet, and you guys are watching this on the video screen. Yep. Um, you see a smaller version of Big Pink. Huh. Would you look at that? Quite dead. It's a little pink. <laughs> 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 um, uh, you know, eyes are open. You know, uh, looks like, you know, hard to judge with the Big Pink creature, but looks like it's been dead for a while. Do I see the headsets on on the thing? No, it does not have the nifty little uh, noise canceling headphones. So Probably. I'm gonna. Uh, can they hear me over the video monitors? Uh, I'm going to say yes. Well, you know what? I can't. What well, is there? Is, is there's a microphone the inside your suit? Are you guys seeing this? I, I will look for the mic to talk back to her and okay. kind of trigger it on and be like, uh, yeah. Yeah, I guess we know where Big Pink came from now. So, well, they, they it, I don't, I can't tell if he is, you know, if he's like a different species or if he's been operated on, but he doesn't have the same pain receptors that Big Pink did. You mean the agonizers? Yeah, those things. You, you know, I, I, from from standing here, I would guess he's probably an earlier prototype. Uh, in the evolution of what is now Big Pink. As they're experimenting along, this is probably one of the earlier versions of them. Or maybe they're trying to make him smaller so we can sneak into crowds at, like, a concert. Maybe, but, you know, Big Pink was, was alive, and this guy is very dead. So, quick pause here. I don't know that Necropath has touchy-feely 
recent powers that he can check on stuff. <laughs> no, in fact, I had actually forgotten about him until right now when you brought that up. So, uh, uh, no. Plus, I have to use my bare hand. Uh, would you? Damn. I, I would. I have to do it has to be, uh, uh skin contact, not uh, There's through. There's probably bio. nothing in there to worry about. Yeah, then I become pink medium or you know whatever. <laughs> it's the pinkropath. <laughs> Necro pink. Um. So right. so what's in the coolers there? Uh, what's in the coolers there, Hair Trigger? All right. So I'm gonna walk over to the coolers and uh, investigate, see if I see any labels or or anything. Each one of them has uh, has a a, a large uh, jar uh, with a little pink embryo in it. Now, are they hooked up to anything, or are these essentially little dead pink embryos? Um, they are not hooked up to anything. That doesn't so gonna, answer the question if they're dead or not, though, does I'm it? Gonna, I'm going to tap on the glass and see if anything moves. Um, nothing moves. They're embryos, Paul. Are you what? sure that thing's a guy? I'm, Ooh. Good point. Well, he doesn't seem to have boobs. Or... Is he like is he anatomically correct or is he more like a Ken doll? <laughs> or is he like a female? Are you are you checking out uh, uh, little pink junk little pink's junk? Yeah, I'm double checking. I guess. Um, so. you notice that uh, he, this is not a boy pink but a girl pink. Good call, Rick. Yeah, I'm giving you I'm giving you a Benny for that one. So, I wonder if this was human at one time. Well, I mean. Big Pink, we certainly thought, came from some sort of human. It was originally would sleep with that thing if that's Big Pink's mama. Maybe, maybe, maybe that's Mr. Pink that we have in our holding. Sorry, Harry Trigger has in our holding cells, and maybe this is Mrs. Pink. And maybe the embryos are their their wonderful children. I explain why he was so mad. I'd be pretty pissed if you know if if I had a wife and she were dead and there were little embryos and jars and things. Hey, man, this so, place is fucked up. <laughs> it is. Hair, hair trigger. You say uh, Rec Industries does business with these folks. Uh, yeah, that's uh, that's what I found. But you know, they don't. They just sell them certain technologies that they seem to have used in the those pain receptors or whatever uh-huh. you called them. Well, you know. Uh, maybe we should call on, call on your boss, the alchemist, and uh, I'm sure he'd be interested in coming down here and see what's going on. Um, you know what? Let's uh, let's hold off on calling him. It, it seems like uh, I did try calling him, and he he seems in the middle of something big. Okay. Uh, so are you sure those embryos are dead? Well, they're not moving, and they're not hooked up to anything, so I'm not exactly sure what would be keeping them alive if they were what's bigger than a company creating what could be an army of things that would be like big pink that it took all of us to take down what could be bigger than that and to be fair we didn't really take him down we just kind of slowed him down for a little bit we're in a cut scene to uh the alchemist banging jennifer lopez right now (laughs) (laughs) Um, hey, uh, Necro or Necropath? Yeah. Doc. Yeah. Do you see anything else on the monitors? Can you switch and see if there's anything else around the building, or can you just see the lab? 
Hold on a second. I'm going to fiddle with the video controls, Aaron. <clears throat> this is where we do the, uh, you know, 1930s era, you know, tune in, tuning in a radio sound. <laughs> 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 Um, oh, roll for me, chief. What do you mean, roll? Roll your, uh, blur, 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 blur. Smarts it is. Do it. I got a six and a three. All right. You, uh, identify that you can tune to the other labs. I will start flicking through them looking for anything interesting. Okay. Hey, Aaron, while he's doing that, are there any clipboards or is there a filing cabinet or anything? Uh, not inside this area, but certainly in the uh, lab that you guys just exited. Okay. Um, we, I'll go back into that lab. I want to start kind of shuffling through papers. Okay. Um, you hey, are- Rick. As he walks out, I'll be like, if uh, you see a lab coat out there, just uh, throw it on. Okay. Because the lab coat will uh, <laughs> will look great with his mask. <laughs> well, yeah, it's a, it's a simple trick. It, it, yeah. If you're wearing a lab coat, and you got a clipboard, and you pretend like you're doing work. People people never bother people you. People will ignore your luchador mask. Absolutely. <laughs> well, it's obviously where your luchador mask worked. <laughs> Best work day of the week. <laughs> I just kind of shake my head at the thought of that. I go look through papers. Okay, so uh, Necropath, you are flipping to the various labs. Yep. Um, you are flipping about. You know, you see, you know, nothing that's you know drawing your attention. Most of them are dark, you know, or dimly lit. Um, but you do notice, you know, you do find, you know, several uh, other labs. Uh, the, this is only you. You do note that it's only tuning in to the labs on this floor. No people. No people. Okay. Uh, I'll let Hair Trigger know. No people. And be like, do you think? Uh, do you think this lab may have been below ground? They were holding you in. I. I got to be honest. I don't know. But we should. Uh, I. I saw a lot of this floor when I was uh, walking around. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's. Clearly, they're responsible for. For the big pink guy, so we should maybe we should check out some of these other labs. All right, let's, or, well, uh, they, not the other labs on this floor. Maybe we, I'm sorry. Maybe we should check out some of these other floors and see if we find anything. I think sounds like a good plan. All right, so I'm gonna I'm gonna pour it out of the uh, the lab and uh, destabilize and take off my uh, okay. my stuff. So uh, you didn't take one of the embryos out of the jar and play with it or anything. <laughs> fiddle with it poke it <laughs> poke it uh Thump in it. inappropriate ways no <laughs> use like a troll doll <laughs> no i did not bring it out i figured that would contaminate the area so i did not okay all right you're know. trying to set me up I no see this. i wouldn't do that paul you can trust me mm. i'm your friend Mm-mm. Mm-mm. <laughs> i'm your friend paul <laughs> uh, so Ricochet, you are uh, flipping through papers and whatnot. You looking for anything in particular? Uh, just anything to indicate what they were doing. Okay. Um, there are a lot of really big words on these <laughs> uh, pages that you're looking at. Um, you know, you're having to sound out some of these things. You know, it's and none of it's making any sense to you. That's what I kind of figured. If I see anything that looks too interesting, I'll take it back to uh, the science guys. But. Okay. 
The science guys. I like how we have our own name. <laughs> the science guys. Science guys. So um, you guys exit the uh, the lab and you see Ricochet, you know, rifling through, you know, filing cabinets, looking through binders, you know, that kind of thing. Find anything good? N- nothing that I can tell what it is. What's this? I'll glance at what he's holding up. Um, it's it's a binder, you know, listing you know information concerning uh, the various subjects that they're studying. Uh, it's a list of all their experimental subjects. I'll, I'll stick that in my satchel. Uh, we're gonna go check out some of the other floors and see if we can't figure out where they're holding uh, hair trigger and where they may have uh, put her stuff. Okay. Right, hey, hair trigger. I'll slide, I'll slide the filing cabinet closed to follow. Did you guys not put some sort of homing device into your super secret communicators or anything like that? Um, Andrew? Yeah. You get a Benny for that. Yes. You uh, know. I'm going to say right now, if they did, Aaron, there's going to be hell to pay with some gold fucker. Okay? <laughs> once you, right now. Once you find out about it. Yeah, there will be blood. <laughs> uh, by the way, uh, yes, there is. <laughs> Uh, well, it, maybe we should just flip that on, huh? I guess we could. Um, I and so I said, all all we need to do is uh, I was about to say, tune the frequency on your Rectech headset because tuning because we are in 1937 right now. <laughs> um, so there's a there. You're right. There is a tracking uh, beacon on on the Rectech headset so that we can, you know get the technology back that's a that's a really good point doc uh so what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna i'm gonna take my earpiece and uh, i'm going to uh press a couple buttons on it and uh it'll basically it it i guess it'll kind of act like a uh you know since i don't have my computer handy and i can't really look at it are, right are you now me you don't have your pda in your pocket paul I don't have my PDA on me now. It'd be one of those things. It's going to sound a little beep as you get closer or get louder. Yeah, exactly. I'm, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to so activate be a beep the whole in your headphone. It'll little be a little beep in my headphone because I don't have my PDA. I don't have my, uh, my laptop or anything like me like that. Cause that would, you know, then I'd be able to track it more accurately, but uh-huh. I'm just going to have to use the little beeping in my headset. Okay. Well, she's setting that up. I'll, uh, I lean over a necropath. I'm kind of glad I don't have one of those now. Cause Last thing I need is someone I don't fully trust knowing my secret identity, and we just met her. God damn it! <laughs> Tim, is everything okay over there? Uh, <laughs> beware, beware, strangers bearing gifts, coyote. Oh shit! I'm gonna crush that under my heel when I get a chance. <laughs> if I ever find out. I will, uh, you know, I'll suggest that maybe we should start out in the stairwell and then, you know, we can figure out what floor it is. Am I going up and down and seeing when it gets louder? For a moment there, Andrew, I thought you were going to text the coyote and tell him. <laughs> I, now, this is, I think this is more something I want to do in person. <laughs> huh. <laughs> huh. So, so I've configured the headset to, uh, to trace the other headset. Sure. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just tickles me. <laughs> so, uh, Paul, you're getting a very strong signal. It seems like it might be fairly close by. Sounds like it's really close. Uh, 
So as I walked up towards the exit to the lab, towards the hallway, is it getting lower or higher? Higher. It's got to be this way. Uh, I, I will follow the leader. Okay. So uh, you are cruising along, and you've you know walked down the hallway and made the left turn, and uh, you've you you come to the, to a door uh, that is sealed, and you've it's got the little you know slim uh, window to it, and you can see a lab beyond. Okay. Um. My batons are still at the ready. Is, uh, can I see anybody inside? No, you don't see anybody inside. All right. Uh, I'm assuming there's a lock on the door as there is on. on yeah, the it's door. a it's a, a key swipe or a card key. All right. I, I think it's on the other side of this door, guys. So uh, hold on. Port us over. Okay. You pour it over. It's the signal is stronger now. Um, you don't see it in the room, but there is a door slightly ajar. And you hear voices coming from uh, that doorway. So, uh, what do you think? Do you think this is a trap? I'm gonna look at Rick. I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna put my fingers up to my mouth, like to hear I'm gonna look at Rick and give him the the go get him motion. Surprisingly, he doesn't just run in there. And if you've noticed, he's actually been walking normally down the hall. This last hall, he wasn't like bent over and. And trying to pretend sneak like the first time, so he's going to uh, he's going to walk over to the door very carefully, very slowly, and kind of uh, you know put himself flat against the door and listen to hear what's going on inside the room. When when Rick does this, there's like the thought balloon over my character's head is like it's got ricochet equals bipolar depressive, and then a question mark. <laughs> <laughs> So, Ricochet, you approach the door, you kind of of lean up onto it, and you're listening? Yep. So you mean to tell me that you turned off the field? Well, yeah, I I had to. It seemed like the thing to do. Why would you have done that? You just strangle her. You hit her in the head with a fucking brick. Why in the hell would you have turned off the field? Well, nobody bothered to tell me the bitch could teleport. How was I supposed to know that? I didn't get a memo. You didn't say anything. I swear to God, he is going to kick our asses. I kicked the door open. I don't know who he is, but I'm more than ready to. You see three men in the room. Uh, Two are wearing lab coats. And the third is wearing uh, blue jeans and a uh, uh, white T-shirt. Don't recognize any of them? No, you don't recognize any of these guys. And they're like, holy shit! I believe you have some stuff that belongs to a friend of mine. I'm here to get it back. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't have anything uh, that I'm not supposed to have. I want her I want her guns and I want her communicator and I want to know which one of you is going to try to kill her. Uh, they're just all kind of stammering. Can I walk in at this point uh, behind them? You can. I crack my knuckles and I let them I let him come in next to me or her. <laughs> so her, um, uh, she 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 straight up she. Um, <laughs> okay, yeah, she so uh Hair Trigger walks in. She's like, uh, so which one of you assholes is Russ? Both of the guys in the white uh, uh, lab jackets look over to the other guy that you recognize as Russ. Oh, that's right. He d- no. He took off yeah, your... He, your, your uh, he did. Yeah. He did. You're right. He did take off my blindfold. 
I'm like, oh, Russ, I'm Hair Trigger. I'm going to be the girl who kicks your ass today. Hey, I, I said it, it was nothing personal. I said, I said. I'm going to walk over and knee him in the nuts. He, uh, he, he drops like a deck of cards. Do either, the others, do either of the others move towards him? No. They're right, like, I'm hey, both. you know, uh, we don't know what the hell his problem was. If your business is with him, we'll just go. Nobody needs to know that you guys were here. We're good. So I'm going to block them with my baton from walking out. They, they both draw up short. Hey, say, this doesn't have to get, uh, you know, we, we didn't see anything. We didn't hear anything. You guys do what you got to do to that guy. But uh, we'll go. We'll go. Uh, you know what? We'll keep you bunny stranglers around a little bit longer. We have some questions. Are there any chairs in the room? Uh, yes. I, I point to the chairs. Why don't you guys have a seat? We'll get to you in a minute. Um, you know, it's, uh... I said sit. They both go and sit down. Uh, do I see my, sh- my stuff anywhere yeah, in the room? it's sitting on the table. Uh, sitting I, on the I desk, leave I back say. at uh, Necropath. That works a lot better when you're not yelling at a cat. Fair point. I'm going to put my uh, guns back on. And uh, what else did I have? The, the rec tech headset, I'm going to pop that into a pocket. Uh-huh. And uh, what else is there? Uh, everything, you, the uh, binder that you had lifted is there. I'm going to toss it over to Doc. Okay. I'll add this it to the, my satchel. Okay. So Russ is picking himself up off the floor. Kind you of, know what? You you probably of, want to stay down there before, or I'm going to do it again. He sits. So where's so, Hotspot? Oh, so sorry. who was it you were afraid of beating you up? Well, uh, her. No, 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 no. You said he would beat you up. It's true. Um, you know, um, um, I'm just standing there with my arms crossed as I stare at him. By the way, I'll know if you're lying. You won't know. <laughs> That's the cheap uh, saying that. <laughs> um, okay, so Wayne, you're pulling some intimidation bullshit, aren't you? Yep. Okay, do you actually have intimidation? You do not. Nope. But you got guts, notice persuade. But you do have persuasion at a D4. So roll me a D4 and a D6. Ooh. Wow. Four exploded twice, so ten. Okay. <clears throat> so, ask your question. Who were you afraid was going to come and beat you up? That landmine guy. Did you say landmine? That landmine guy. Where is he? I, I don't know. I, have, I haven't seen him today, but, you know, he, uh, he uh, uh, made it real clear on the phone that we should kill the lady. Um, you know, he called and, and said that we should do that, that the lady should be dead and that we should have her body ready. So, uh, you know, we didn't want to do that. You know, we, we, you know, we, we didn't want to kill you. He's looking over at Ricochet. We didn't want to kill you. We, we, uh, we think you're nice. Who did he call? Did he call a cell phone or a phone here? What? Can you call him back? Necropath. Um, he's lying that he doesn't know which, how to, how to call him. No, he's lying that he never, he uh, never got a phone call. You know, and so this is one of the guys in lab coats. Uh huh. I'm going to walk over to him kind of behind him, Uh put my hands on his shoulder and kind of lean down and whisper in his ear and said, I told you I would know if you're lying. I swear to God, I'm not lying. I, it's, uh, you didn't get a phone call. Did you? No. 
So how how'd you really find out about it? He came by and told us that that we needed to hurry up and kill her. And, and where is he now? I imagine he's downstairs. What floor? He said he was Good. going. Because if you said museum, I was going to punch you. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 floor is he on? He uh, he generally hangs out on the fifth floor. He's got a suite there. Is uh, how about hotspot? Where is she usually? At? She's usually with him. Any other superpower people in the building? Uh, I, 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 uh, you guys. Maybe, maybe some ninjas. Maybe, yeah. Where would they be? Same place. Anyone else? I'll know if you lie. Um, there's another guy. He's here sometimes. Uh, sometimes. And what does he do? He, uh, he, he, he walks in shadows. That's disturbing. Um, who's the boss? Well, that would be Tony Danza. <laughs> well played here. <laughs> I was thinking. <laughs> so the lieutenant for the superpower villain, Tony Danza. I like it. We are in Rainsboro. <laughs> I could see that. Uh, and here I thought we were going to be fighting Bruce Springsteen. <laughs> Paul's nice. <laughs> also, geographically appropriate. What's what's up with all the pink things? He, they're they're making an army. An army. I don't know what for. I just know they're making it. I'm guessing for some military contracts. Where are they keeping the the, the ones they've made? In the basement. Okay. Uh, I'm gonna stand up, move away from them, kind of walk over to 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 team you know team knights. Be like, ah, uh, so there's an army of pink things in the basement, and at How- least four bad guys up in the fifth floor. Let's pull up the building. <laughs> that doesn't seem like a bad idea but I'm pretty sure in the long run it would be for some reason that I can't think of at the moment when 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 you guys say army how many are we talking you're asking the uh, prisoners yeah he gulps and he says the numbers that I've seen are 200 hey let's blow up the building <laughs> well, I mean, they're not alive now, are they? They have to be in some sort of dormancy. I mean, you don't just have 200 super strong pink guys milling around down your basement playing pinochle, do you? They're asleep. Thank you. They're asleep. And how do you wake them up? Um, th- there's a signal that is used to wake them up. I suggest we don't do that. Yeah, I agree. And I suggest we find a way to make sure the bad guys don't do that. Where does this? Where does the signal come from? Uh landmine has it son of a bitch he has a controller so step one we kick landmine's ass and take the controller from him well you ready to uh go fight some ninjas again yeah i just wish we had the coyote with us hold on a second i'll pull up my phone (laughs) text the coyote 200 pink guys in basement uh landmine (laughs) hot spot Two ninjas on the fifth floor plus Shadow Master. Sure, you're too busy? Question mark, question mark, question mark, send. Um, the, the text he gets back, Aaron, uh-huh. is if Jesus Christ himself asked me to leave this hospital from Pop's side, I would punch him in the balls. Okay, I'm going to text back. Okay, understand. Avenger Deaths. Knights of Rainsboro is a production of ideologyofmadness.com. Music generously provided by Garrett Turner. For more 
information about Derek and his music, visit penmachine.com. Outro music is provided courtesy of Dan Kelso. You can find these and other great pod-safe tunes at musicalley.com. All goat sex involved in the production of this podcast was purely consensual.